Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. Bottom of the hour, Case Smythe. Cray News with Kay on a Friday. We'll have her. She's uh, just back from vacation. Talking about all sorts of stuff, man. All sorts of stuff. <laughs> very, very interesting conversation today. Just thought, like there are a thousand more potential viruses that are being discovered in China in the fro- in, in the frozen tundra. Uh, okay, that's a problem. That could be an issue. Uh, so we've got that for you. Plus a lot of other stuff that you're just, you're just, I'm telling you, we talk about Boris Johnson. And you know, she's not a fan of Boris Johnson and she's from the UK. So um, I found it odd when she said, yeah, but I would rather have her, had her than the guy that's probably going to take over, or him, than the guy that's probably going to take over, which I found, really? Okay, I thought I thought I was hip to how you felt about Boris. So we'll have that for you at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around on a Friday. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh-huh. Gary, how you doing? You good? Doing all right? Getting it done? Another 53 minutes. I've been talking for almost six hours. No. Wow, rude. Why can't you ever care? I have no sympathy for you. That's all you've talked about. I was on the Sean Andrews show. I was in for Sean I didn't Andy say it once in the, the second hour. I can't believe you brought voice. it up again. Oh, well, excuse me. Rude! <laughs> well, you said it plenty. CJ's in for Sam. Getting it done. Polo's here as well. Appreciate everybody stopping by. Yeah, I mean, look, because you brought it up, I'll I'll say it. I was on the Sean Hannity show. No big to, deal. I, I already know. did. Yeah, it is no big deal, right? Eh. Big yeah. biggest show on the planet, by the way. Mm. Did you know that? <sighs> yeah. Did you host it today? I did not, and you know, I did not. Can't I was asked to. I think. Okay, show time. me the email. And I said, Let me no. see the email. I said no. I really don't want to do that. I want to do an extra three hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. You're like, no, yeah. I got to do a bottom of the hour update. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, what? now those what? are important. What? Now, those do are not, very important. Do not say that. They're very important. I have to go recut it because I screwed up. Uh, what? What do you mean? I did not screw up. There was breaking news. I'm also. Oh, my God. Would you, what was the breaking news? About Elon Musk and Twitter. Yeah, think about it. No, you I did. Didn't. You had to go. What was that breaking news? No, there was definitely a hesitation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that pause and I'm gonna make a clip out of it. I'm gonna put it up on the internet. Okay, you do that. You do that. So, have you talked to Elon Musk about it yet? He's just in Austin. Why can't you get some uh, inside information? <laughs> I have not talked to Elon. You're about a it. news anchor. I to Why e. can't you? You're no, a journalist. Usually, no, I. You just call him E, not e. even E M. E, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll talk. He to and I are so again. tight. I don't even call him E or E M. I just call him M. M, really? Oh, yes. You're the Which is not just his last you? initial, it's an acronym of the E and the M. Okay, that's kind of like Yo, M, you flying out of space soon or what? <laughs> that's our con- This is how we talk. Really? Yeah, show me those emails. You show me those tweets. No, we don't do it by email. We do it by SpaceX. We do it uh, through through Starlink. SpaceX. His internet, his internet thing. We do uh, special Star. It's encrypted. I could uh-huh. show you, but it's, then, you know, you know, you have to go to jail. I know. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Free Speech Friday is what it is. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If you uh, if you bring it up and I don't know about it, I mean, this is kind of what happens. At first, 17 years ago, I was like, let me figure something out. Let me see what I can say. Now I'm just like, dude, I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean, Carrie? I think that's a better deal, isn't well, it? Well, yes. You just be honest and we'll move on. That's a great uh, point you made there. Let me tell you this. You know, I'm like, ah, I can't know everything about everything. So <laughs> if you call in, 
and uh, and I don't know about it, I'm going to say, you know, I don't know anything about that. You know, people will go into my chat room on, Twi- on Twitch and they're so upset that I will not engage. I'm like, I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? Yeah, but they expect you to, though. How come you don't know anything about this? Right. Uh, I can't believe. Oh, I love this one, though. And this entire week, because I filled, I don't know if you heard, I filled in for Sean Hannity today. Oh, yeah. 700 heard, radio stations. Heard but, that. But, um, yeah. so, I'll get flooded with emails this weekend from people telling me who I have to have on my show now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. OMG, you must get <laughs> Anne Marathi. Well, she's been on twice. <laughs> oh, I must have missed it. Right. Listen to every show. <laughs> or don't tell me who I must have on. You know what I mean? That's right. Yes. Hey, talking about you know, Twitter, you know, there's yeah. this one tweet that um, you were involved with in me. Did you happen to see that one? No, about I have no recollection of that ago? at all. About your co-host mm. anchor? I don't remember anything like that, <clears throat> to be you honest. But really? I've, you didn't see that? Since Elon backed out, I'm like, eh, Gorgeous, Twitter, whatever. Let me look at it. about your show, what? Sexy Voice. And he was talking about me, oh, not about they listen, you. They, they listening to Hannity today? <laughs> no, I just said what? it wasn't about you. Oh, it wasn't about me. It was about oh, okay. Me. Yeah. Let's not throw and it out from, there. You know, since you hosted from, Sean Hannity Brad? today. Was that from Brad? It was not, actually. Wow, there's more than just Brad I got to deal with now? <laughs> That's right. There's two the hell now. did this happen? There's two. Yeah. When the heck did that happen? I don't know. Probably pretty, pretty recently, I guess. Yeah, before you interrupted me with, oh, look how great I am, I, I was going to sit back and <laughs> okay, relax and just to, like, tell a story, but oh, I, I forget the story now. No, no, I'm getting older. I forgot I forgot the story please, completely. I'm done. tell us a story. Story's done. Oh. Um, by the way, all of the interviews that you heard on Hannity, I don't know if you heard, I was on there today. Mm. Um, those interviews, Lauren Boebert has a new book out. We talked a lot about uh, The Farter. Did you hear my interview with Boebert? I did, and I heard you say that. Yeah. I said, Swalwell farted on television. <laughs> she didn't even bat an eye. She, she didn't, didn't care. It, she yeah. was like... Yep, uh-huh, exactly right. You know, like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, uh, it, that interview, we'll have that. We'll have uh, Nico LaHood, who we had on uh, Hannity's we show today as well. Uh, ben Carson, we will have that one on the website on rumble.com. Make sure you go there and either download the link or go to rumble.com and then look up Joe Pags, all one word, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. We'll also have the interview with uh, Kay that's coming up this hour and the interview with Dr. Jesse that we did in hour number one. Carrie, you realize I did five interviews in a row yesterday. Now, see, here's the thing. That's crazy, but mm-hmm. From 2 o'clock to like 4 o'clock, we did five interviews. Wow. And I'm like, we just have to keep them on time. Mm-hmm. We just have to keep them on time. And thankfully, they were like, like all, they all not only on time, they were like early. It like worked out very well. I did have to do some editing on one of them, but uh, not a big deal. Not not a big whatever. We just had some uh, connection issues. But, but I mean, that's rare. That is so rare. I can't even tell you. When I do two interviews a day, sometimes it's sketchy. Mm-hmm. But five? But dude, five. That's a lot. And then you two more today, care. just just mm. because. Well, look at you. Well, somebody on staff has to. Somebody on staff has to. Oh, I've by the way, since um, Tuesday, buddy. Mm, mm, I was. Mm, yeah. Um, I talked to Brian. Work, work, mm, and working you, would be relative you for did you. Did not talk to Brian I just about me. I had a conversation just now. <laughs> had a conversation. Brian, did she work? He's like, eh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, big day today uh, on uh, July eighth. My sister Monica. It's her birthday. She's years old, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a conversation just after midnight. She's one of those, she's like, all right, it's midnight, isn't it? It's my birthday now, right? So it's like the birthday day. 
Now, Gabby, otherwise, uh, will have a birthday month, so that's that's happening oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, nice. I've never. Yeah. This is literally what I say on my birthday now to, to my kids, and they can verify. CJ, you can verify this. Do not get me anything. I don't want anything. That's true. I just want to hear from my kids, be with my kids, mm-hmm. have a nice meal. Do not buy me anything. You know what I mean, Carrie? Because I'm at the That's point nice. in my life where if I wanted it, I bought you it already. Get it. I exactly. I would exactly. think you're a hard guy to buy for anyway. Well, CJ so. always comes through pretty well because I think um, a, a few birthdays ago, it was a t-shirt with my face on it, but it wasn't a really good picture of me. <laughs> it was hilarious. Awesome. It was actually hilarious. <laughs> and we have a picture of me. Holding the picture. Oh. Yeah. No, I wasn't wearing it. So I was like, I'm not putting that on. Look at my face. Can you <laughs> imagine, though, CJ, what if we go to Walmart and I'm walking around with my face oh on my, my gosh, shirt? You should. You absolutely need to do okay, that. Okay, we yeah, probably okay. will do that. But that's where I am with oh, that. Uh, but but it's uh, Monica's special day. Happy birthday, Monica. She's my little sister. I was, um, I, I can't really say how old I was when she was born. No. Uh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I had to deal with her for so many years. No, You're right. I was poor talking thing about is the right her. way to go. Nah, being not really. Thing. Not really. I just checked, you I checked the tape. Brother. And it turns yeah. out you were talking about me calling me poor thing. I wasn't. Which is true. I would never say but, that. But uh, happy birthday, Monica. I appreciate you. And it's funny because 30 years ago today, I congratulated her on being something. I can't say what it was she was. And I can't say how old she was because that would give away her, her, um, her age today. Mm-hmm. But it's, we actually, there was an argument about it. Because I said, congratulations, you're a something. And I called her a name when she turned a certain age. And she was always convinced it was a different age and I had to prove to her uh, on a VHS tape. Oh, no, no, here it is. Here's me calling you that. So um, it was, it's one of those memories you never forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. And, and good uh, it's, stuff. I can't say the name on the radio. That's how good the name is. Well, now I have to know. You have to tell me. What was the name? Well, someone used the euphemism um, Appleheart. Oh, Oh, right. Said happy birthday, congratulations! You're officially an apple heart. <laughs> when she turned a certain and age, and it's on video. And she just <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm telling you, we were, we were tight. I mean, I believe she just started laughing. So, uh, so pretty good. Um, uh, there you go. Happy birthday, Monica. Uh, love you like crazy, my little sister, my favorite little sister. Now, she has. No, by the way, sister. by the way, she's the only sister. I've got three sisters who has said, yeah, but I'm really your favorite, right? And I will never give in. I've never given mm-hmm. in to that. I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Don't play that game, yeah, girl. I wouldn't do that if I were don't you. Don't play that game. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to go out on a limb here, but Elena will kick everybody's ass. That's my. That's the middle sister. Mm, gotcha. She will just end some people. She's like, what? I mean, <laughs> that would be it. So, uh, huh. so no, a happy birthday, Monica. Make it an incredible day. I'm sure it's been an incredible day so far. Now, we do have a news story that I wanted to get to um, because, it, uh, it again, there's a lot in life that doesn't make sense to me, and with... Things heating up across the globe. I think the last thing you would want to do is treat the military like crap, but it seems as though that's what Biden's doing. Fill me in. From Fox News, the U.S. Army on Friday said that roughly 40,000 National Guardsmen and 22,000 reservists who have refused to get vaccinated against the coronavirus will be barred from their duties, effectively cutting their pay and benefits. Soldiers who refuse the vaccination order without an approved or pending exemption request are subject to adverse administrative actions, including flags, bars to service, and official reprimands, an Army spokesperson said in a statement to Military.com. And the announcement comes one week after the deadline for the Army National Guard passed that required soldiers to get the shots in their arms. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin in November said members of the Army National Guard and the Air National Guard who refused to get vaccinated would be barred from participating in trainings and their pay would be blocked. 
Austin also warned the continued refusal to get vaccinated could result in separation or expulsion from the service. Now, the move reportedly comes as servicemen prepare for annual summer trainings that help them hone their military skills and ensure they are ready should they need to be deployed. I just don't understand because we're trying to get rid of Title 42, which protects us from illegal aliens bringing COVID in. And we're trying to get rid of stay in Mexico, which would stop illegals from coming here until they're adjudicated or it's time for their asylum case to be heard. Yeah, we're going to tell members of the military and members who work for the government and people who work in some medical facilities, you can't work here unless you get a shot that doesn't stop you from getting COVID. I don't understand what we're doing. Now, again, let me say this as clearly as I can. If this were truly a vaccine that stopped COVID and prevented you from getting it, now I'll hear you. But Carrie, it's not. We have the information that it's not that. I, why does it say at all in the story? Because, no, it was, well, you have to get fully vaccinated before you can this, that, or the other. Because the vaccine was something. They didn't even put that in there, did they? Uh, no, they did not. Because if you put that in there, you have to somehow stand by it. So we're going to weaken our military. People will quit their jobs. People will leave the military for not wanting to comply. You need informed consent before an emergency or, or experimental vaccine is used on somebody. Yet they're going to use our military like pawns as they keep the southern border open. And it's starting to make me think they want us to be weaker by having these people quit. 888-941-PAGS. Go ahead. I was going to say the number is roughly 13% of the Army National Guard and 12% of Army reservists remain unvaccinated, a margin that could prove crippling to the ranks as the service struggles with low recruitment. Yeah, so if they all decide to leave and not get vaccinated or not get the shot, not even a vaccine, not get the shot, we're in big trouble here. It's a lot of people leaving the ranks. It doesn't make any sense. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Hey, thanks for being here. Eight or nine minutes away from uh, Crate News with K. Smythe. Appreciate you stopping along. A lot going on, lots to get to. We've got a lot of people on the phone line that we'll get to as well. Thank you very much for doing that. All right, Eden Pure. Again, this deal is going to end in a couple of days. I'm going to jump on this right now. It's the Independence Week Eden Pure deal, the BOGO deal. Buy one, get one. On Thunderstorm Air Purifiers. These are great. We've got four... I'll be honest with you, it might be five. We've got four or five of these in the house. And and again, they're almost silent, so I don't really know where, they're at, where they are, but you can smell the fresh and clean air just like a thunderstorm rolled through. And I don't care what the odors are that you're dealing with in your house, this is going to help you out exponentially better than a lot of other things. And it doesn't take up any floor space. You plug it right into the wall. Right now, BOGO is back. When you buy one thunderstorm, get one free, no matter how many you buy, get an equal amount free. Buy two, get two free. Buy five, get five free. The thunderstorm will completely eliminate any odor, even the worst odors like pet, cigarette smoke, urine, and cooking odors. Now is the time to order Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale. Ends July 10th. Um, 265,000 of these have been sold. you got to get yourself some of these right now. EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGSBOGO. 
EdenPureDeals.com, discount code P-A-G-S-B-O-G-O. You've got less than two days to make this happen. So make it happen, like you're waiting for. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Dan, what's going on in Minnesota? Hi. Hello, Joe. Hey. Speaker there. Hey, brother. Great show, as always. Thank you. It's the managed decline, and you know that, Joe. It's the managed decline of the left, which is the Democratic Party, in partnership with globalists like Soros, everything from bad DAs, open borders, on and on and on, the vaccine that's killing people, is it's managed decline of America. And um, it's, it's intentional. America is in the way of global government, world government. That's what they want. Uh, I'm not, I, I, hey, Dan, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think you're right. Um, I think that that's exactly what's going on. We saw it in, in earnest when we left Afghanistan and left all that equipment there and didn't care what happened to that country. Right. Made us look weak, made us look feeble. And now we've got a feeble guy who's, uh, who's you know, in the, in the Oval Office as well. And we're yeah. watching the military by, by itself, just telling 13% we don't care yeah. if you stay or go. Right. And you know what? I think it even goes far deeper. It is satanic. It's satanic, like Mao, like Stalin, like Hitler. It's world government, these utopic ideas. Uh, these people think they can bring a utopia to the, to the world by them governing and telling all the rest of us what to do. I'm with you, and it's not a utopia for me, that's for sure. Let me go to Tom, who's in Colorado. Tom, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I'm just a uh, military and the vaccine and uh, cutting the people. And you mentioned that uh, they want to, you know, weaken the military is what it looks like. And uh, I just thinking, if you ever watch a glacier coming down the mountain, do you see it move? Well, not, it not if it's, not, well, not, well, not if it's a gigantic, thick glacier. You would not be able to see the movement very well. And that's what we're seeing right now. Cut this. Let's mess up this program. Let's mess up this program. It's over the time, and we don't see it moving, but it's happening. A large amount of change is coming our ways, and it's happening. Well, I think the good news, Tom, I, if, I if, see if, it if, as a glacier. No, no, I'm with you. I think there was a glacier for a long time. I don't think it is anymore. I think we see it. They're now saying the liberal world order. They're now saying things like, you either get the shot in your arm so we control you, or else you're out of society. They're actually saying it out loud. You do what I say, or you're off of Twitter, or off of TikTok, or off of whatever. They're saying it out loud now. They hit it for a long time, and that's the good... I believe that's a good comparison, a good analogy with the glacier. They're not hiding it anymore. Period. End of story. It's right out there. Rich, about a minute. It's all yours. Let's go. I concur with a couple of points. I, I would say of the million plus illegal immigrants that have entered the country, approximately 80% of them are male. Okay. Would you agree? Well, I, it's, more, it's way more than a million, more like two million, but go ahead. Okay. I don't think anybody wants to weaken the military in the current regime. I think they want to remake it. A pathway to citizenship in this country is by serving. And you're going to have half a million, million, 800,000, enormous amount of young men, young rural men that have no other source of income. Well, Rich, I got to um, run, but I want you to listen on the radio. I disagree with you. Here's why. As soon as you say there's a military requirement, they'll stop coming. And the Democrats want them to come here. You say there's a military requirement, these people who are coming to this country in droves will stop coming because they don't love the country. They don't want to fight for the country. They don't want to die for the country. This is about what they can get from us. This is not about love of country. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. 
This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady back. She's a member of the family. You see her at least once a week here. It is Cray News with Kay. Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. I'm just back from my first vacation in like five years, something like that. We saw the pictures on on the Instagrams. You looked very happy, very good. You had a stupid Band-Aid on your chin. And I'm not going to explain to the viewers and listeners exactly what it is that you did, (laughs) but we have a deal, right? No more of that. No more of that. No more of that. And thank you. I mean, I'm happy to talk about it, but uh, it's a cautionary tale for sure. Well, let me say this. No drunken swimming races <laughs> where you plant your face in the pool. Let's not. Kay, can we not do that? I mean, I'm not asking much, am I? No, you're not. Not at all. I think, um, I think it's a pretty fair ask. And honestly, I should really be asking it of myself at this point. <laughs> I, I think so. We've talked to the man in your life, and he's promised that it won't happen anymore either. So um, I, I'm not going to get into the, into the details of that other than to say look like a wonderful place out there on the west coast of Florida. And it looked like you had a wonderful time. And I'm glad that you're back uh, in one piece, kind of. The Band-Aid's <laughs> off today, so we're okay. Um, I've got to get into your other boyfriend, uh, the other man in your life, Boris uh, Johnson. So let's let's get into Boris because we've had a conversation about him. And I thought the guy was like the Donald Trump of the UK. And you're saying he's not. um, He was actually uh, not good for Great Britain. Explain to me why he stepped down and why you and I have not talked about this. I'm assuming that you're glad that he did. But what's the story here? I am glad that he's chosen to resign. However, I'm not looking forward to whoever is going to replace Boris Johnson. So essentially, I don't like Boris Johnson because he's one of these posh boy career politicians in the UK who only became PM because his daddy basically told him to. Uh, People have been calling for him to resign for, I think, years at this point. Um... You know, Brexit really shouldn't have happened. And I'm a conservative and I say that, but I'm from there. My life was actually impacted negatively by Brexit. Uh, We were lied to a lot about what the impact to the UK. Like the UK is falling apart without the European Union. It's as simple as that. And so Boza kind of like comes into the job like the bumbling frizzy head grown man with blonde hair which is something i will never understand um that he is and uh, basically did nothing like all he did was manage to somehow endear himself uh to americans can i give you can i give you my very american perspective on this i'm not a boris johnson fan i don't know much about the guy I was a Brexit fan, and let me just tell you why. I know that I don't know anything about anything, and you're smarter than I am, blah, blah, I'm K, and I'm from Wales. But having (laughs) said that, um, I liked it because England and the other individual countries had their own monetary system. They weren't um, somehow bending over backward for for Germany or for France. You guys should do your own thing, your own capitalism. When you conglomerate like that, I saw it as more of a commune in Europe where some overlording board or power got to decide what you did in Wales. I didn't like that. I wanted you to have your own autonomy. Does that make sense? I can understand that. And I think... Is that not what happened? 
It is and it isn't, right? So, like, the UK, people, like, we don't create anything in the UK. We don't grow any of our own food. We don't do anything to sort of, like, self-sustain. Yeah. And so we had to be a part of the European Union in order to, well, have freedom of movement. That was a huge aspect of it, to be able to travel around Europe. Because, as you know, Joe, it only rains in Britain. It's like a reverse <laughs> Game of Thrones. We're constantly waiting for summer. Right. Um, so there was that, that aspect of of it, um, you know, we weren't actually financially that beholden to the EU because we did stay, stick with the sterling. So, like, we weren't spending all of our money, you know, like bailing out Greece, bailing out, you know, doing basically whatever Germany told us to do. That just didn't that didn't actually really happen. Okay. And a lot of the laws that were passed over the EU were designed to kind of like sustain us. So. What we basically did was like bite the hand that feeds us. And now taxes are through the roof. Um, you know, the cost of living. When I when I was still living in the UK, like was it eight, seven, eight years ago, uh, I could go and buy all the food that I needed for a month, including all the alcohol. And as we know, I'm British, so I'm a drinker. Yes. Um, and I could buy an entire birthday cake and eat it myself um for less than forty pounds. <laughs> so about $45, right? So that's that's a huge, like, huge amount of saving. Every single month, like, when your cost of living is that low because we had these deals set up with, um, you know, sort of the European Union to trade, um, you know, it was good. Now, well, well, it, it, seemed, it seemed anti-free market to me, and, and I guess it was because if uh, that, that cake and that brew that you were going to drink was a certain amount of money in Germany, you were almost pushed to make it the same amount in england weren't you no not really you could like, competitively I mean, price really because it, no, seemed, it, it seemed as though the monetary system was all in one now i understand that england kept the pound and the sterling and all i understand um but but at the same time you really couldn't undercut them by 50 percent if you wanted to because it would have hurt the eu no no, I mean, I have friends that own bars. I have friends that own, we call them off licenses. Um, so like an ABC store or like a liquor store. Gotcha. Uh, and you can pretty much set whatever price you want. I mean, you know, to a certain degree, like if you're living where I'm from, Swansea, South Wales, the worst hometown ever, um, <laughs> I could go out on a night out, and I used to be able to do this in Plymouth, I'd go on a night out and be able to buy all my pre-drinks all the drinks whilst I was out. And remember, Joe, I can outdrink everyone. Yes. Um, and I would have enough left over to buy chips, beans, and cheese on the way home, which is a British delicacy, and enough uh, to be able to buy a full curry the next day, and that's with 15 pounds, so about $17. Wow. Well, I mean, that's a whole lot of stuff for, for a low amount of money. I just felt yeah. as though there was some overlording board, and I didn't want one world government to ever take over. Uh, but but listen, you lived it. I didn't. I watched it from a, from abroad, so I'm going to take your perspective. It's Case Mythe, watcher on uh, Newsmax TV every Sunday morning and other times during the week. She's also a great... Now, your news and commentary now on on uh, daily caller go there her stuff rates some of the highest stuff on that website go to the daily caller every day let's do some of these other stories uh, megan rapino's an idiot and she seems yeah. to be a really really nasty person when her own team complains that she bullied them into kneeling for the national anthem you know she's not a nice lady so biden figured he'd give her an award yeah help that's, me out that's essentially what happened joe so Yesterday, I'm sitting there minding my own business, and I, I saw that she'd gotten the award, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to lose my mind if I engage with this, so I'm just going to let it, you know, water off a duck's back. Who cares? Yeah. 
I got a message from uh, from my editor who I adore and is the reason that the Daily Caller is what it is today. Um, he goes, did you guys see this meme from Mostly Peaceful Memes? Now, anyone who uses social media, go and check out Mostly Peaceful Memes right, right now. It's mostly, period, point, peaceful, period, point, memes. Mostly peaceful with two L's at the end of peaceful. Uh, so that's Instagram and Twitter. And he had created uh, essentially like a faux Atlantic article that was like, woman nags uh, country into giving her medal. I can't actually It was so well done done. because it looked like it was actually from the Atlantic. Of course it's not because the Atlantic is run by the left-wing nutjob who used to be married to to Bill Gates. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that was an awesome meme. So you get that and you didn't want to engage, but that was good enough that you had to write about it. Well, I... He, part of my role as a sort of commentary writer at this point is to kind of bring that crazy. And um, boy, do I. <laughs> but no, like I, I've known the guy who runs Mostly Peaceful Memes since he had like 100 followers. Um, I know his family just like purely through chance. Nice. And so I was like, dude, I'll call him right now and I will get a quote on this because this is one of the funniest memes ever. Let's stop it from being satire or like just satire. Let's make this a real article. Nice. And so I did, because let's let's put it this way. This woman doesn't care about girls' sports. Like right. she literally said, oh, sorry, you're like high school or like elementary school sports team or swimming team or whatever just isn't as important as like the naught, naught, naught point, you know, whatever, naught, one, naught, whatever, zero percent number of kids that actually think that they are trans which no child can literally think that because their brains aren't developed enough yet right i'm sorry that's just like i'm not a biologist but that's science but you could be on the supreme Um, court go ahead yeah exactly um so so i cannot stand that woman like i i actively hate women who make it harder to be taken seriously as a woman i'd already written a rant about um about rapino before because she is just such a disgusting waste of everyone's time um <laughs> so oh my well God, said. Like, literally, i'm getting angry <laughs> thinking about it like my hands are like getting clenched no, you're, you're, your face so is turning a little bit red i'm telling you knock it off yeah so 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 she, so she goes there. She gets she gets the medal the, the medal of freedom or something from from Joe Biden like an idiot. Why would he award somebody that so many just loathe? And she also disrespects America. This is a woman who knelt. This is a woman who stepped on the flag. Like how am I, an immigrant who's like barely lived here a decade, more of a patriot than her? The only reason that she has a career, the only reason she has a life, the only reason that anyone cares is because she was gifted enough. God loved her enough to make sure that she was born in the greatest country in the world and she's completely disrespecting it. I don't know, like, I don't advocate for violence ever. As you know, I'm literally on the board of a non-profit organization that takes women out of domestic abuse, out of those violent relationships and gives them transferable skills to take care of themselves forever. But my God, Joe, I would slap her. I would slap that woman if it came to it because she needs to be not disciplined enough as a child. And as you slap her, you should slap her with like a news article about Brittany Griner. I mean, maybe you can get a clue that Brittany Griner that said we should not be doing the national anthem at all. Um, uh, This is oppression and police brutality, so on and so forth. She might spend 10 years of her freaking life in a Russian prison for having a vape with some CBD or something in it. Maybe it had THC. Who knows? But that's what, and and maybe I would, Megan Rapinoe should get her ass on a plane and go do a visiting day. 
with Brittany yeah. Griner. Hey, how's that yeah. freedom doing for you today? Because these yeah. people, Kay, do not understand how good they have it. But what makes me really, because Rapino can be as stupid as she wants to be. And we could figuratively want to smack her all we want. But at the end of the day, she is somebody who has these abilities because of what you said. God gave her and this country gave her. She should never have been anywhere near the White House. She should never have gotten the medal of anything unless it's the medal of idiocy. Um, and, and here we are <laughs> celebrating her. We're celebrating somebody who literally, you know, <clears throat> pees on our flag. and Well, not literally pees, but, but she figuratively pees on the flag and any woman or girl who wants to come close to her own achievements. And I don't yeah. understand why she would, like Martina Navratilova, gay, who has been out forever, we all knew, yet she still has common sense and says, well, no, men shouldn't compete against women. Rapino doesn't care. She is no Martina Navratilova. Why'd you get me all mad about this? Stop it. It's so easy Case to mind. get mad about it. Like, when there's this much disrespect, yeah. there's no other response other than, like, shock and anger. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to swear if I carry stop. on. Stop. So I want you to stop. stop. It is uh, Case Smythe. Go to casemythe.com, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E dot C-O-M. Uh, go there, check her out on Newsmax TV, check out every article that she writes. She's a news and commentary writer over on The Daily Caller. Uh, 1,000 new pandemics are waiting to come and get us. What the hell is this now, Kay? And oh, by the way, China is the one that knows about it or something. Fill me in. Yeah, so... The Tibetan Plateau, somewhere we've all just like forgotten to talk about Tibet. It's like it was the place before Hong Kong, um, before soon to be Taiwan was kind of commandeered by mainland China. And I, I think it was Richard Gere that said free Tibet. And that's what made me look into well, what the hell's Tibet? What's he talking about? Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, Tibet is basically sandwiched between the Himalayas, um, so this huge mountain range. And uh, this massive desert, like just sort of, uh, I mean, geographically sort of like northeast, I guess, slightly. Just, oh, sorry, not northeast, like southern southern China. So there's lots of glaciers there. God, can you tell that I got a geography degree? So glad I spent so much money so it's on north, that. So it's northeast. Um, it's northwest or southeast? Which one is it? Yeah, I have no, I'm like, I, can you tell that I've just come back from vacation? Yes. Um, so fill us in. <laughs> so in Tibet, they've got glaciers and frozen stuff. And there are a bunch of pandemics that are in, in waiting? What is this? So, yeah, basically, there's all this bacteria and uh, different microbes that are stored in permafrost. They've been frozen for thousands of years. Uh, a lot of studies have shown that you, we can actually reanimate, for want of a better word, uh, organisms that have been frozen in ice, like small, tiny organi organisms, like single-cell stuff, uh, okay. after 10,000 years of being frozen. It's kind of incredible. And so uh, a bunch of researchers went and took core samples of the ice uh, in these uh, Tibetan glaciers. And from the most recent core samples taken, they uncovered 968, I believe, uh, new, basically, viruses, bacteria, different microorganisms that can not only uh, carry disease, but could create diseases like we've never seen before ever. Um, now, I don't want to scare people because this is kind of a common thing. You know, when you go and take out ice cores, you're going to discover something that you've never discovered before in science. Like, that's just part of what happens when you do ice cores. And I've done ice cores, which is, you know, part of my geography degree that, again, comes in so useful now. Um, it's, it's not uncommon to find these pathogens. It's not uncommon to find... Um, 
these microorganisms, these bacteria all over the world, you know, like we could go to a glacier in Canada today and probably find some. The concern here is, though, we've already had, I don't know if you remember, Joe, there was this thing called COVID. No, I, um, I think I had it a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of like, I think most people kind of had to deal with it in some way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, wait, they shut down the entire freaking world over yes, it? Yes, right. Um, so we now we know that that was leaked or came from a lab in Wuhan. Uh, we know that a lot, like it targeted people with pre-existing conditions. Uh, we know that of those who died, something like upwards of 99.99999% uh, had a pre-existing condition. Right. Um, and that's because what viruses, bacteria will do is elements of them will evolve very rapidly and uh, will evolve and can actually join with other microorganisms and microbes to... Like say say there's like some like happy clappy new disease that we've pulled out of these ice cores. It can come into contact with uh, completely um, like uh, like non-threatening uh, microbe in a lab and suddenly become a superbug. I, I, like, I got that, I got I got I got to wrap it here. I also know that I don't want Fauci anywhere near it. I don't want yeah. Wuhan lab near it. I, and China somehow has has control of this. And uh, if they do gain of function, we're all screwed. But on, that's a happy note to end on, I think. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be so great. Okay, well, no one ever. Love it when China steals all, you know, like all the diseases. Woo. Kay Smythe. Go to ksmythe.com. Check out everything she writes over the Daily Caller. Check her out on Newsmax TV. Glad you're back, Kay. Great to see you. I missed you, Joe. Thank you so much for having me back. Missed you, too. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. We appreciate Kay coming on. Let's do some up. Hi, Paula, what's going on? So, actor Tony Sirico, I don't know if you're familiar with him. He played uh, Polly on The Sopranos. Yeah, I do know. Yeah, definitely know Polly. Passed away at the age of 79. Sucks, man. What happened? Yeah, th- there's no cause of death that's been revealed, but he was living in an assisted living facility in Fort Lauderdale, and I think he was dealing with dementia. I had no idea. All right, we got to get out of here. That is Polo. That's that's CJ. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you later. This is the Joe Pegg Show.